Welcome, everyone, to a brand new edition of Learn About World Cuisine, the show that takes you on a culinary tour around the world. Today's topic is South Korea. We're going to talk all about South Korea today. So let's get started. South Korea is a country in East Asia. South Korea is bordered by North Korea. South Korea is also called the Republic of Korea. The capital city of South Korea is Seoul. South Korea takes up about 45% of the total land of Korea. The population of South Korea is 51.8 million people. Most of those people live around the city of Seoul, Korea, Seoul, South Korea. Ten million people alone live in Seoul, South Korea. The official language is Korean. <laughs> I love how they surprise us with those facts. All right. Uh, the currency in South Korea is the Korean won. The national flower is the Rose of Sharon. South Korea's national animal is the Siberian tiger. South Korea celebrates August 15th as a holiday called Liberation Day. South Korea is roughly the same size as England. How about that? Who would have thought? So the country of South Korea, South Korea is the same size as England. That is pretty interesting. It is that is pretty interesting. All right, let's keep going. For a long time before the year 1905, Korea was an independent kingdom. In 1905, the Japanese took over South Korea and ruled it. After the Second World War, the Japanese surrendered to the United States and Korea became independent once again. So, basically, South Korea was taken over by the Japanese until World War II, and once the uh, Allies won World War II, it became independent again. That's another interesting thing. And when that happened, the country split into two halves. One is being North Korea, and one is being South Korea. Thank goodness we're getting all this great information on record. <laughs> So it's good that we're recording because that is some interesting stuff already. All right, let's keep going. Due to it being open to foreign markets, South Korea makes a lot of money exporting goods. All right, 81% of Koreans live in urban areas. The Korean alphabet has 24 letters. The main religion in South Korea is Christianity and Buddhism. Most people in South Korea... Oh, hold on. Hold up. Hold up. Facts are mixed up here. Hold on. Let me get my facts straight, as they say. The highest building in Korea is the Latte World Tower, located in Seoul. It, uh, the latte world. Now I'm saying latte. I don't know if that's the correct pronunciation, but the latte world tower is also the fifth highest building in the entire world. So, 
Basically, the fifth highest building in the entire world is located in Seoul, South Korea. Education is very respected in South Korea. What you're going to love about today's show is I have a little bit of everything. So the primary audience of this show and what has made this show a huge success is we have a mixture of home cooks who like to listen to the show to get inspiration uh, for their next meal. I will have some food uh, information for you later. We also have a mixture of world travelers uh, who have traveled to these countries. I'd like to listen to see what's going on. And our third group is my group. And that they are with people that aspire to travel. They enjoy learning about different countries. And I have something for you guys also. So there's three types of people that listen to this show. Home cooks that are looking for inspiration. World travelers who actually travel the world. And then the third group that listens to this show are people like me that just love to learn about new countries. I want to thank everybody. Who would have thought Tanzania last week was a huge hit? Another uh, triple-digit download week for the show. You guys are on fire. Uh, This show is now over the 5,000 mark, and like I always tell you, uh, podcast analytics, the 10,000 mark is only shared by just a few people, and uh, not that many shows hit the 10,000 mark. We are at 5132 as of this morning, so I want to thank everyone for their support. Let's keep going. You're not listening to me brag about the stats of the show. South Korean people consider the number four to be an unlucky number. Okay, my home cooks, gather around because here is the food part. Uh, As you know, Korean food is becoming more and more popular around the world. And that is because the people of Korea mostly eat rice, soya, uh, soya, meat, and vegetables. South Koreans usually eat with metal chopstick, chopsticks, and stews, rice, and soup are eaten with a spoon. Kimchi. That's right. Kimchi. I love kimchi. We just talked about that on our other show. Is one of the most popular ingredients in Korean food. It is a fermented cabbage of leafy greens and chilies. It has a strong flavor, but it is, kimchi is very good for your gut. A lot of people don't know that, but kimchi is good for your uh, digestive system. Bibimbap. Bibimbap is one of the Korean foods that has worldwide appeal. It, has, it is a mild rice dish with vegetables and a fried egg on top. Most Korean food contains sesame seeds and chilies. Korean cuisine is home to some of the spiciest food in the world. So I'll tell you what, if you're a world traveler uh, or you're a home cook, keep in mind when you're cooking Korean food, some of their cuisine is some of the spiciest in the entire world. One of the foods on the more unique side of Korean cuisine, all right, let's try it, is called Beyond. Deji, which is a street food made 
from silkworms. So one of the foods that is unique to Korean cuisine is called Beyondeji, and it's a street food made from silkworms. When you order a main course in a restaurant in South Korea, you will usually get five or more side dishes with it. South Koreans have the highest level of alcohol consumption in the world. I actually did research on this a long time ago for our other show. South Korea has the highest level of alcohol consumption in the entire world. Think about that. So if you guys are going to South Korea, if you're one of the world travelers, uh, keep in mind, they love alcohol. They are the highest level of alcohol consumption in the world is in South Korea. Uh, as you know, I do this show for fun. I'm in my apartment and I'm having my coffee. So hold on for a coffee break. Hold on. Okay. To the east of South Korea, you will find the East Sea, the Sea of Japan. South Korea has some enormous tides on the west coast. When the tides go out, they reveal kilometers of thick mud. Now, my world travelers, here is, this is for you. The weather in South Korea varies. They have mild summers and heavy rainfall in cold winters. To the south of the country, you can find the East China Sea. To the west of South Korea is the Yellow Sea. Uh, the Korea Strait is a sea passage. The largest lake in South Korea is the Shunji Lake. And I'm, I'm mispronouncing. Uh, give us some emails. Dining on a dime at yahoo.com. I had a guy tell me that he listens to the show. Uh, because he thinks my mispronunciations are absolutely hysterical. Seventy <laughs> percent of the land in South Korea is covered in hills or mountains. The largest island in South Korea is called Jeju, and it is south of the country. There are over 3,000 islands in South Korea. How about that? How about that? In Seoul, South Korea, bars and restaurants close at 11 o'clock at night. My world travelers, listen. In Seoul, South Korea, bars and restaurants close at 11 o'clock at night. But shopping malls stay open till 4 in the morning. So you're not going to be able to get drunk all night, but you can shop. <laughs> South Korean people love to go camping. It is one of the most popular things to do. The biggest department store in the entire world is in South Korea. Even when you are an adult in South Korea, a woman must ask her father for permission to hang out with her friends. Think about that. Let that marinate for a while. Even when you are an adult in South Korea, women must still ask their father permission to hang out with their friends. When they get married, women need to ask their husband's permission to hang out with friends. South Koreans think that your blood type is important in defining your personality. 
<laughs> that they think that your blood type is important in defining your personality. Facial hair is considered dirty in South Korea. Having a beard would make it hard for you to get a job. How about that? And if you notice, I don't see many Korean pe uh, people with facial hair. Except Tiger Chung Lee in the W. <laughs> but uh, that's interesting. That is interesting. The Imperial Palace Guards must wear a beard to work. But they are asked to shave and wear a fake one instead of growing one. Although they decided a truce in 1935, there is still a lot of tension on the border between North and South Korea. Valentine's Day in South Korea is a day when men receive chocolate from women. Not like it is in the other parts of the world where women receive chocolates from men. And in, in, on Valentine's Day in South Korea, the women give chocolates to the men. Sun umbrellas are very popular, and you will see them used by Koreans a lot when the sun is shining. Uh, fruit is extremely expensive in South Korea, so the world travelers, once again, a good fact for you. A watermelon in South Korea can be as expensive as $40 in U.S. currency. So imagine paying $40 for a watermelon. <laughs> Holy mackerel. That is crazy. Because of this, fruit is a very generous gift to give in South Korea. How about that? Uh... Wow. In Korea, you do not change age on your birthday. But instead, you get a year older on New Year's Day each year. Most restaurants will deliver food to your home in South Korea, even McDonald's. So, you know how we have DoorDash here and all that? You can actually call the McDonald's in South Korea and have food deliver, delivered to you. It is very important to see your family on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day when you live in South Korea. All right, let's do a time check. Let's do a coffee sip. We are at the 15-minute mark. I want to once again thank everyone for their support. There were two shows that I recorded that I was unsure of, and one was Tanzania, and last week's Tanzania show was a home run. Another show that I recorded that I was kind of skeptical about was Antarctica. Because you can't travel to Antarctica. The only people that live in Antarctica are the people that do the scientists and this and that. And uh, you guys loved Antarctica also. So I want to thank you for your support. I want to take a moment before we continue to thank our great friends in India. Uh, a large majority of the audience for this show is in India. So I want to thank my friends in India. Uh, there, this show is recorded in the USA. And our audience in the United States for this show is only 12%. So I want to thank our great friends around the world, but especially India. Uh, you guys are carrying the show. And once again, when you do a podcast... Not that many shows are at the 10,000 level. There are some. There's a lot of them. There's not, but very few food and travel shows, I should say. 
or at the 10,000 mark. And this show has reached 5,200. And I know shows that have been doing podcasts for three years, not even near that number or closely to it. So I want to thank everyone for their support. All right, let's continue. Mostly, you will refer to someone by their title and not their first name in South Korea. Oh, all right, listen, there's a person that made a complaint that I, I smack too often. Uh, that's because I do this show from my living room for fun, and I'm usually drinking coffee, so I apologize if you get annoyed by the smacking of my lips, but that is because I'm having fun. I wake up. I go to my, uh, I turn on my uh, podcast equipment, and I record the show. Sometimes I'm drinking coffee, and I think the smacking you're hearing is me drinking coffee, so I apologize. And I heard smacking on my own today, so I apologize for that. But we have had people complaining, and I apologize. I will try to put my coffee break after the show from now on. Spam has become a surprisingly popular food in Korea. So spam is popular in Korea. In South Korea, toilet paper is considered a good housewarming gift. (laughs) So say you invite someone over to your home and you have a new home. uh, It is common for someone in South Korea to bring you toilet paper. As a housewarming gift, which I don't know, but I think nine out of ten people would say, what are they trying to tell me? (laughs) Laundry detergent is also a great housewarming gift uh, in South Korea. Koreans like to eat live octopus. They chop it up without cooking it, and it will be served to you while it is still moving. Uh, do me a favor. Do not invite me over to that dinner party. But they like to eat live octopus. And what they do is they chop it up. They don't cook it. And it's it'll be served to you while it is still moving. The fastest Internet speed in the entire world is in South Korea. I think that's an interesting point. The fastest Internet connection speed in the entire world is in South Korea. If you order a food delivery in South Korea, you can put the empty dishes outside your front door, and the restaurant will pick them up after you eat. All right, that's pretty cool. Say I want to get some... uh, Say I want to get... I just smacked again. I apologize. Say I want to get some pizza, or I want to get, like, a meatloaf platter. They'll deliver my food, and you can put the empty dish outside your front door, and the restaurant will come get it. Uh, Toilet paper does not go in the toilet in South Korea. It is put in bins instead. (laughs) Why is there so many facts about toilet paper? (laughs) There are over 250 different kinds of kimchi. And just so you guys know, and I'm going to give you the most interesting fact out of the whole list. The most interesting fact out of this entire show is that yours truly, Kevin J. Wilson, author of the book Table for One, Barnes & Noble, uh, actually went uh, went to kindergarten on an army base in Seoul, South Korea. So that is the uh, amazing fact of the day. 
I want to thank everyone for supporting the show. We had another great week last week. And like I told you, food and travel shows, very few get to the 10,000 point. Uh, We are over 5,000. We're at the 5,100 mark. And that is because of our great friends around the world. Every week, you guys listen. I have a lot of subscribers to this show. Uh, Tokyo. Uh, I did a show about Tokyo. We gave you a real-life experience from Tokyo. Tokyo is the home of the next Olympics. Uh, By far, that is our most popular show. So look us up on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, Look up this show, and uh, our archives include Tokyo. We have 45 other shows. I've covered basically every major food part of the world. Greece, we've done four Italy shows, we've covered uh, the Tropic Islands, we even have a show about Bora Bora. Somebody said to me, you know it's $10,000 a night to stay in Bora Bora? How the the heck did you guys do a show? I said, well, it's because the person that was a guest on the show lives, uh, has visited Bora Bora. So they were kind of fascinated by that. Uh... We've covered everything. We've done the Samoan Islands. We've done uh, France. We've done every major part I did. Uh, like I said, our uh, the biggest surprise for me was Antarctica. Uh, huge audience for that show. I just did Tanzania, which I didn't think would, anybody would care about. Tanzania did great. So I want to thank everyone for their support of the show. But the show that actually has a financial investment... and not just me waking up and doing it from my living room, is called Food, Farms, and Chefs. And that is available on every podcast platform. We are on three radio stations. Uh, Two of them are in Philadelphia, Drive Time. Uh, That show is, it has a very accomplished chef who has cooked for the Pope and the players in the Super Bowl. It's got a food photojournalist. I host the show and kind of sit back and listen to the interviews. We've interviewed some of the biggest names in the food world. We've interviewed a lot of Food Network stars. Uh, So check us out, Food Farms and Chefs. Uh, If you live around the world, we do a lot of shows that give you tutorials. So they're not all local interview shows. Uh, We've done a show that gave you a tutorial on bourbon. If you're a bourbon lover, look for that on our platform. You'll learn a lot. We've done shows about the latest food trends. I have a couple shows on there that I personally did from home uh, that give you budget tips for restaurants. It gives you budget tips for shopping at your supermarket, etc. So just go to your favorite podcast platform and look up Food, Farms, and Chefs. I'm going to thank everyone again for their great... great support of this show and like i said this show is at the 5100 uh, mark very very few food shows reach the 10,000 mark and we're already at 5200 and this show isn't even a year old so i'm going to continue putting out product every single friday Uh, Give us your thoughts, diningonadime at yahoo.com. I never had any idea this show would be doing so well. Uh, Give me your comments, diningonadime at yahoo.com. And let me know if you have a 
part of the world you want me to cover that we haven't covered, uh, you know, just send me an email and I'll do it. I usually do about six hours of research uh, for every show. Sometimes the research sounds good when I write it, and then when I when I do the show, it's not as interesting as I thought. Today was pretty interesting. Uh, you know, we had a lot of good facts about South Korea. Uh, I think one of the most interesting uh, facts is that toilet paper is considered a good housewarming gift in South Korea. And South Koreans like to eat live octopus. And they chop it up without cooking it, and it will be served to you while it is still moving. <laughs> so if you could not invite me to that dinner party, I'd appreciate it. I get freaked out with anything that's moving. Uh, any, you know, food that still is alive, I get freaked out. So I want to thank everyone. Uh, we will be with you every single Friday. If it's Friday morning, I'm going to keep putting out a product as long as you guys keep, uh, you know, being loyal to the show. I'm going to put out a new product every Friday. I was going to stop this show because uh, I only do this show for fun. And then the numbers every week, boom, 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 triple digits every week. So I want to thank everyone. So if it's Friday morning, it's time to listen to Learn About World Cuisine. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you next Friday.